So on this episode of a Bucking Spurs podcast, I'm a little bit tipsy. And look, if you're wondering about the quality of my podcast, yeah, yeah, I'm using my travel mic. My good mic is back at home. I use my travel mic on the road at the summer league. And right now I'm at South Padre Island kicking it with my lady. And I'm using my travel mic. So that's why the quality sounds the way it is. But we're going to get into a few things. Right off the bat, we're going to talk about Trey Lyles. We're going to talk about who? Marcus Morris? Well, his his stint in San Antonio was probably one of the shortest ever ever, ever heard, ever expected. But you know what? Marcus Morris, good luck in New York. <laughs> good luck in New York. Good. I hope that five extra million dollars is, is worth it. You know what? We could have got you into some HEB commercials or something and make up that money. But whatever. Trey Lyles seems like a more fit, a more perfect fit for San Antonio. And we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about what we're expecting next year out of Lonnie Walker and what next year looks like for San Antonio. We're going to get into all that and more. But first, Cyanova is going to have to drop this beat. Morris, who? Some guy that didn't want to take the contract from the Spurs? That's all it sounds like to me. He was arguing over $5 million? God damn. It seems like Marcus Morris had other things in mind besides basketball if you want to go to New York over San Antonio. And that's the normal thing, right? You want to go to New York. You want to have fun. You want to go to the city that never sleeps. Well, you know what? San Antonio sleeps. And he sleeps on championships. So Marcus Morris, he seems like he wants to go over there. That's fine. You know what? I was excited to have him. I was really excited when we decided to sign Marcus Morris. He seems to me like a guy who can move the needle. A guy that gives you that toughness. You know every championship team needs that guy, that Ron Artest, that Draymond Green, you know what I'm talking about, you need that rough neck guy who's just going to lay it up on the line, and I thought Marcus Morris was going to be that guy for us, but I guess I was wrong, he had other things in mind, he wanted to negotiate, after he already agreed to a deal, Spurs Nation was excited to have him, and they were good to let him go, Spurs Nation was honorary honorary when all this stuff went down but you know what we've been through a lot Spurs Nation we've been a lot we've been through a lot with Kawhi Leonard we've been through rejection already a few times you know what you don't want to be here that's fine go do your own thing in, in New York good luck good luck Marcus Morris I hope this doesn't ruin your reputation as a guy who backs up backs out of deals that he currently agreed to but you know what hey we got Trey Lyles who? Trey Lyles? Who's that? I remember him playing for Kentucky a while back. Yeah, he played for Kentucky. Maybe him and Keldon Johnson can have a little thing going on. But let me tell you a little bit about Trey Lyles. 
just by looking at his highlights all day, because I'm not going to lie, I don't know anything about Trey Lyles besides who he was. And you know what? I like what I see. This guy can pick. He can pop. He can roll. He can shoot. He can pass. He can dribble. And guess what? He can defend, too. Now, that's a spur right there. When I look at Trey Lyles, it seems to me like he might be a supercharged Matt Bonner on steroids. Matt Bonner was an excellent pick and pop. You know the Red Rocket. You know Big Red. Well, Matt Bonner was able to set a good screen and just pop out to the wide open three spot. Well, you know what? Trey Lyles does that times 10. Trey Lyles can pick and pop and knock it down. He can pick and roll and stay in the pocket, in the pocket, in the passing pocket. You know what? Trey Lyles is a, he's more of a fit. He's more of a Spurs type guy. A guy that seems like he's modeled from the Spurs program. Like if we worked with this guy's fundamentals over the years, but we haven't. He's been in Denver. He's been doing his thing. He's had a really good career in Denver, but now he's in San Antonio. Is he going to help us? Yes. Best believe he's going to help us because you know what? He can defend. He might be able to defend the five. And that's what it's all about, having that stretch for that can defend the five. And to me, that's Trey Lyles. He's a guy that can catch the ball and do something with it. He can attack the rim. He can pick and pop. He can drop a dime to LaMarcus Aldridge or whoever it is cutting down the lane. He can get the ball to him. Trey Lyles is a guy who knows what to do, who seems like a winner. He has a winner's mentality. And you know what? That's what we want in San Antonio. Is he going to be able to help us? I think so. He seems like a guy that's fit for the Spurs. And I am excited to have him with us in San Antonio. And you know what, Spurs Nation, we all went through the whole Marcus Morris thing together. You know what, Marcus Morris, whatever. Yeah, it, it was fun to think about. I thought we needed him. But you know what? We're going to be all right. We got Lonnie Walker coming in the fold. And we have Trey Lyles who's about to step on the court and do things the right way. The Spurs way. It seems like he's been doing the Spurs way his whole career. That's just the type of guy he is. He says he modeled his game off of Tim Duncan, which is amazing. If he can model his game off of Tim Duncan saying, oh, Timmy had these counter moves that he just loved to learn from and try to duplicate. Well, you know what? That sounds pretty awesome to me. That's the type of guy we want around. Trey Lyles is going to help us a lot. You know what? I'm excited. Spurs Nation, you should be excited too. Trey Lyles is along for the ride. 2019-2020 season. He's got our backs. And we're going to get his. You best believe that. So now that we got Trey Lyles in the mix, he's ready to do his thing. The Spurs way. The right way. He's a guy that can shoot the three, knock it down from the mid-range, attack the rim, crash those boards. He's the guy that we're going to like having in San Antonio. Best believe that. He's going to fit right in. No fitting out. He's about to fit right in. But what else do we got going for us, San Antonio? Let me tell you something. I've been in the summer league for a few days now. It's been a hell of a lot of fun watching these young cats go at it, these young cats trying to figure out. Let me tell you something. The future is bright in San Antonio. Luka Doncic, sorry, Luka Samanich, 
I've had a little couple drinks. I ain't gonna lie. Keldon Johnson is a dog. He's a hound. Quindary Weatherspoon, a.k.a. the Silver Spoon, polished four-year college vet, is ready to go. He's the one that's going to be like, damn, we need to play this dude. He's tearing it up in the G League. He's ready to go. And he is ready to go. Best believe that. From seeing him in the Summer League, he plays on a different level, a more composed level, level-headed. You know, this guy can really go. He's smart. And you know what? Trey Lyles seems like that type of guy, too. He's smart. Trey Lyles knows. He's just, he's heady. He knows exactly what the right play is. The extra pass to attack and dribble off, you know, go get a bucket, to go cross the boards, to pick and pop and make that extra pass. Trey Lyles can do all that. Luka Simonich, a.k.a. the Three-Eyed Raven. Why do I call him the Three-Eyed Raven? Everyone's been asking me. Yo, Rob. Why are you calling Luka Simonich Three-Eyed Raven? Let me tell you why. Because the guy has vision. If you don't know what the Three-Eyed Raven is, bro, you need to watch Game of Thrones, man. You're missing out on one of the greatest shows of all time. Who cares how it ended? This thing is the greatest show of all time. And the Three-Eyed Raven can see into the past. He can see everything that's going on right now across the land. Let me tell you, Luka is a pass-first power forward who can shoot the three who can take you off the dribble, give you one or two moves, and go get to the bucket. He can crash the boards. He had a double-double in his last preseason, last summer league game. Keldon Johnson, a.k.a. the Hound, he's the most ready. Let's be honest. Let me tell you why. He can defend. He can defend. He impacts the game in more than just the offensive way. He can get the ball, and, and yeah, he can take his shoulder down and go and attack. But more importantly, he goes after that rock on the defensive end. So our three young cats, Keldon, Luca, and Qu- uh, Quindary, those guys are ready to go. Now, will they see time in San Antonio? Yeah, I don't know. Are they going to go up and down from Austin? Probably, especially now that we got Damari Carroll. Let's not forget that we just got Damari Carroll, one of the best 3 and D guys out in the league right now. We locked him in. We locked Trey Lyles in. Does that mean that these young guys are going to get limited minutes? Yes, it does. When you have Bryn Forbes, Derek White, DeJounte Murray on the floor, Patty Mills is still doing his thing. Congrats, hey, shout out to Patty Mills winning that backbone award. Let's talk about Patty Mills for a second. He won the Backbone Award for the NBA. Let me tell you a little bit of something about the Backbone. Some of y'all just think, oh, he, he's, he's the support. You know, he, he does all these things that, you know, that keep us strong. You know, what does the Backbone do for us? Well, let me tell you about what the skeletal system does for us. I'm a science teacher. Let me tell you exactly what it does for us. The skeletal system gives the skin and the organs its shape, its structure. We would not be able to move if we didn't have these muscles connected to our skeletal system. Guess what else is connected to our skeletal system? The brain, homie. The brain sends its signals through the skeletal system, through the backbone, through the, through the spinal cord to the rest of the body. The brain says what to do, sends its little you know impulses through the nerves, through the backbone, through the spinal cord, out to the rest of the body, and we go. That's how your body works, son. And if you don't understand that the backbone is so important to what we do, then you don't understand Patty Mills. 
those of y'all that are all like, oh, Patty Mills, his contract, he's, we're paying him too much money. Shut the F up, homie. You don't understand. Without a backbone, we're just a blob of skin hanging on the, sitting on the floor. Yeah, we have all the organs and everything. You know, are there more important things in the, in the body than the backbone? Sure. The heart, you know, the lungs, the nervous system, you know, you got all these different things. But without the backbone to facilitate everything coming from upstairs, we wouldn't be, we'd be vegetable. You know what I mean by vegetable? We'd just be sitting there. All this potential and nowhere to go. Patty Mills, shout out for being the backbone of our team for so long. Those of y'all that don't know what Patty Mills does, he provides structure, support, culture. He knows how to communicate with these young guys. He knows how to communicate between Coach Pop and, and the coaching staff to these young guys. He's the guy that keeps us all together and keeps us moving in the right direction. Patty Mills deserves every fucking cent that he gets. And I don't have one bone in my body that thinks otherwise, that thinks he gets paid too much. Hell no. You know, about three years ago after we won the championship from in 2014, he had offers from New York. He had offers, offers from everywhere coming from him. But you know what he decided to do? Stick around in Spurs Nation because he has a place here forever Forever. Patty Mills is a huge piece of what we do. So shout out to Patty Mills for being the backbone of our team, the backbone of our culture, the backbone of our spirit, and making sure these young guys know how to come in and be a professional, know what it takes to be a professional. Patty Mills does that, yeah. Patty the fucking Aussie Mills. And he's about to go tear it up for for Australia this summer in FIBA. You best believe that. So let's talk about Summer League now. You want to talk about Summer League? Well, there's really only two words. Lonnie the fucking Walker. Lonnie Walker, I saw it with my own two eyes. Lonnie Walker is the best player in the Summer League. I saw I don't know how many games in the Summer League. You know who the best player was? Lonnie Walker. Dropping 30 points a game making it too easy, and not only that, but boy can defend. He's ready to defend on this level. He talked about it himself, saying, yeah, last year, you know, he, he didn't really play and, and whatnot. He played hard on defense. He's like, you know what, I was just a guy out there playing hard, not really smart. You know, it wasn't like we're pulling on strings here when someone, you know, on his help defense, but he learned in Austin. You know what Derek White did with the year in Austin? Well, shit. Have you seen Lonnie Walker? That's about to repeat itself. The sequel. The guy that spends all year, his rookie year, developing. Then comes in his sophomore year ready to go. Lonnie Walker is going to, I think he should get maybe 14 to 20 minutes a game. He's going to be able to drop 10 to 20 points in those 14 minutes. He's going to be able to help us. On all levels. We're about to take a step forward. Forward. With the insertion of Damari Carroll. Being able to guard. Being able to hit the three. That's something that Lonnie needs a little bit of work on. Hitting that three. But you know what? Lonnie's going to get minutes. And Lonnie's going to be ready to go. When it comes playoff time. Injuries happen. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He'll get his opportunity. And he's going to be ready to go. 
So shout out to Lonnie Walker for being the ultimate spur, leading these young guys in the summer league and being ready to grow and learn, never thinking he knows too much, always having a level head on him. Don't leave your dog in the car for more than 20 minutes, right, Lonnie? I saw your post, dog. Hey, I'm all with you on that one. It's going to be a lot of fun this season. New Spurs, Trey Lyles, Damari Carroll. Insert Lonnie Walker year two with a Derek White year three, a rehabilitated DeJounte Murray. We're going to be something to mess with. Now, yes, Houston just got Russell Westbrook. That's right. Houston got rid of Chris Paul. And you know what? I, I don't feel bad for Chris Paul at all. You know why? Because that guy's a he seems like a jerk, man. That guy just seems like an asshole. I don't know. I respect his game as a point guard. He's one of the best point guards to do it. He seems like a guy that's hard to play with, though. You know, you know when you're hard to play with when you and James Harden are competing in the Drew League, and you guys are arguing, having beef in the Drew League. Come on, bro, it's summertime. But this guy, there's no summertime for Chris Paul, and, and poor guy, he's the one that's getting the short end of the stick here. He's a loser on this deal. So Houston picked up Russell Westbrook, a reunite, a reunited. Russell Westbrook and James Harden back together again. Oh, and it feels so good. I'm pretty sure it does for those two. But here's where I'm kind of pondering myself on the fact that, you know who's their coach? You know what system they're still going to run? Mike D'Antoni's. Since when has Mike D'Antoni's system ever proved itself to be good enough in the playoffs? I don't know. I've never seen it. Spurs Nation has sure, sure as hell dealt with him in the playoffs before and taken care of business. I mean, I love Russell Westbrook. I love James Harden. But those two guys are dominant ball guys. Those guys need the ball. And they know how to play with each other. Yeah, but they knew how to play with each other when James Harden was coming off the bench playing off ball. Now James Harden needs the ball. But you know what? I don't want to get into the Houston Rockets thing too much. Besides the fact that this trade means that who's not in the playoff picture anymore? OKC. OKC isn't in the playoff picture anymore. So that's just another team that we don't have to worry about. Thank God. The, the West is already tight as fuck. So we have both L.A. teams. You have Denver. You have Utah. You know, you have San Antonio in the mix, of course. You know, you got a bunch of teams that are just going to be ready to get at it. But you know what? I think it kind of bottoms out that bottom half of the Spur, uh, of the West. It shouldn't be all that hard to get into the playoffs. I think the Spurs should be fighting for a four or five seed, especially when we have a healthy DeMar DeRozan coming off his first year, did really well. But everyone knows that you do better in your second, third year with the Spurs. It's just the learning curve. It's just That's just normal. We're going to have a lot of guys coming into the fold. I mean, we didn't have DeJounte Murray last year. Bring in DeJounte Murray. Bring in Lonnie Walker. Add some defensive juggernauts like Damari Carroll and Trey Lyles and see what we can do. LaMarcus Aldridge is going to be ready to do his thing another year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And that's going to be about it. That's all I got for you guys right now. So, again, I'm excited to have Trey Lyles. I'm excited that Russell Westbrook went to went to Houston. Why? Because I'm not worried about Houston. 
Houston might be good in the regular season. Yeah, yeah. What else is new with the Mike D'Antoni team? But we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. We're tougher than last year, that's for sure. We still got Marco Bellinelli. We still got Patty Mills. We still got Bryn Forbes coming into coming into his own. Rudy Gay's back for two more years. Come on now, Jakob. Second year with the Spurs, you know he's gonna do better too. It's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. Go, mother effing Spurs. Go, baby.